you have your Bibles, I would like to turn for you to turn with me to the book of Matthew, the sixth chapter, commencing at verse 25. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life. What shall ye eat, or what shall ye drink? Not yet for your body. What ye shall put on is not life more than meat, and the body than raiment. Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye much, at much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his statute? And why? Take ye thought for raiment. Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Let the church say amen. I want to sit for the next few minutes looking at that verse, accepting the things we cannot change. Accepting the things we cannot change. Jesus was preaching on the mountain. He was the world's greatest teacher. He asked questions that confounded and dumbfounded scholars, philosophers, scribes, Pharisees, and Sadducees because he was the world's greatest teacher. So he asked a question a physiological question. Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto your stature? And I thought about this verse because uh, I attended my funeral of a nephew in Detroit, Michigan, and my nephew, and he had a son. I hadn't seen him, that son in many years. And at the funeral, he walks in seven feet tall, way up there. I thought about that statue. I said, had I been in your case, I'd been playing basketball because of this tall statue. So Jesus asked a question. Which of you, by taking thought, can add 
one cubit unto his stature. The King James versions. In the New International Version, it says, who can add a single hour to his life? The Living Bible says, who can add a single moment to his life? The Revised Version tells us, who can add one cupid to span his life? No one can change or alter his height. No one can even add to the long, add longevity to his life. God has already fixed it. There are things we can change. And there are things that are unchangeable. Our past is unchangeable. Can I get a witness? Before Paul became the chosen vessel of God, Acts chapter 8 gives us his past, how he persecuted the church. Peter, whom God gave the keys to the kingdom, but in his past, he denied and said he never knew Jesus Christ. All of us have a past. That past is unchangeable. In the past, we've had some good times. In the past. In the past, we've had some bad times. In the past, we've had some blessings in the past. Can I get a witness, church? In the past, we've had some trials and tribulations in the past. In the past, we've had some failures in the past. We've had some successes, where? In the past. And we've made some mistakes in the past. And we have to say, as David told the Lord, I have done some foolish things. And when you look at it, if you admit the truth, most of us have done some foolish things in the past. Can I get a witness here, church? We may not admit it, but many of us have done some foolish things in the past. But not only in the past, but sometimes we are still doing some foolish things in life. Somebody said amen for me. However, we must not allow our past to cloud our future. One writer has said, let not let your past become to be a springboard and not a sofa. Accepting the unchangeable. How many marriages have crumbled due to the fact one or the other is trying to change the unchangeable. How many husbands have become frustrated because they've been trying to change their wives into somebody whom they want them to be? Forget it. She's unchangeable. 
How many wives are frustrated and they pout and pout? Oh, because that man they married seems to go every way but the way they want him to go. None of us, all of us, have made some mistakes in life. Remember, if you stay together long enough, you will recognize trying to change one another is like trying to change the weather. I wish somebody had to say amen this morning. Listen, once we recognize how hard it is for us to change ourselves, then we'll recognize how hard it is and what chance we have in trying to change somebody else. That's why. many of you are going to really have trouble changing dealing with yourself? You know, dealing with self is enough. Just to deal with yourself is more than a notion because all of it is a part of life itself. Only God can change one. And we are able ourselves trying to ask God to change us. Jesus said one must be born again. Other words, before a change, a spiritual metamorphosis can take place, we must have and go through a spiritual rebirth. In dealing with seemingly unchangeable situations, Paul gives us an answer. In Philippians chapter 4, 11 and 12, Paul said, I have learned. Some things we have to learn, church. I have learned in whatsoever state I'm in, I have learned to be content. Once we learn, we cannot change one another. Can I change that wife? We got hardly amen here. <laughs> can I change that husband? Only God can make those changes, church. Am I right about it? I learned a long time ago I could not change Francis. That Francis can make up her own mind and do what she wants to do. But I had to learn that. And once I learn it, I know how to go and sit down and do what I'm going to do. <laughs> Paul says, I have learned in whatsoever state I'm in to be content. That is to have a contented mind. Solomon says to us in Proverbs chapter 15 and verse 16, Solomon says, better a little with the fear of the Lord, then they have great silver and gold with all the troubles that goes along with that. 
life has many things. And there are things that we cannot change. William Shakespeare said, what's done cannot be undone. And looking at the Bible, God does not just give us all the successes of the prophets, all their greatness, but God let us know the troubles they encountered. God gives us their past. God gives us even Moses' past, that he committed murder. But we would try to hide that, but not God. Am I right about it, church? Accepting the unchangeable. Accepting the inevitable. If we live, we're going to get old. Can I get a witness, church? Solomon says in Ecclesiastes chapter 12, Remember thy creator in the days of thy youth. Then Solomon gives us an example. Solomon says the cloud return after the rain. What is he saying here? As soon as one cloud dissipates, another one is forming. Well, what does that mean? As soon as one pain you have subsides, another ailment is about to show up. Can I get a witness here, church? Have any of you ever gone through those days? By the time you get through it, one, it seems another problem is coming on board here. That's life. That's why we need God. And if there ever has been a time that man needs God, that time is right now. Because time, you get over one problem, another one is waiting on you. Yes, God truly is a good God. There are some things in life in terms of trying to get away and to look at how we can uh, uh, deal with the, the unchangeable. There are some things you have to forget. Let me say it again. There are some things in life you must Forget, we cannot nourish, nurse, pamper our problems. I said you cannot nurse and pamper your problems. There are some things we must forget. To give you an example of Paul, and I'll be done in a few seconds, church. Paul is saying, I was stoned. I've been in pearls of waters. I have been among pearls of robbers. I have been in pearls among my own countrymen. Not only that, I've been in pearls among the saints of God, my brethren, false brethren. He said, but nevertheless, I'm forgetting the things that are behind me. 
and pressing on toward the mark of the highest calling, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. There are some things in life we must forget. Else we'll live a life of hell. Keep on concentrating on all our ups, all of our ups and downs and troubles and headaches in life. We must learn to forget and put things in God's hand and let God do the handling, church. Am I right about it, church? Because in life, there are some people that only God can change. Dealing with the unchangeable. All of us have some things that we need to forget. And once we have learned and we have forgotten about those things, put them in the past, we'll find we have more joy and more happiness than ever before. Can I get a witness, church? But as long as we nurse, pamper our past and our problems, we will always have some headaches in life is alone. Yes, accepting the unchangeable means we, that we never worry about things that are beyond our control. The key to commit contentment is and inner peace according to the word of God is accepting the things that we cannot deal with and put them in God's hands. Well, Paul asked God to change his circumstances one time. In the book of Corinthians, he asked God to change his circumstances. God didn't change his circumstances. God just told him, my grace. Ain't that what he said? He said, my grace, it is sufficient. That's all you need is my grace. And this morning, the grace of God has brought all of us a mighty long way. All of it. It is the grace of God. God did not change his circumstances, but told him, my grace. It is sufficient. Yes, God truly is a good God. But not only we cannot change the past, we cannot change life. Death, we cannot change. It is once appointed to man to die. And after what? Death is what? Death is the judgment. Am I right about it, church? And, and in the book of Genesis, it says, Dust thy rod, and to the dust thou shalt return. Death is here to stay. But thank God, for the sakes of God, Paul said, when this earthly house of this tabernacle be designed, we have another building of God not made with hand eternally in the heavens. No, we cannot change that. It's unchangeable. And last but not least, we cannot change the word of God. It is unchangeable. Ain't God all right, church? And that's why in the book of Psalms 119 and verse 89, the Bible says the word of God is settled in heaven. 
the word of God is settled in heaven. And then we will learn through the word of God, you cannot change it. And that's why we find in the book of Deuteronomy, he said, don't try to add, not subtract from it. It's already settled in heaven. The word of God is here to stay. So ladies and gentlemen this morning, the little boy said, are you Jesus? Are you Jesus? And that's a profound question. Are you Jesus? And there is not a friend like the lowly Jesus, church. Am I, ain't God all right, church? Only Jesus can change our lives. Only Jesus can bring about a spiritual metamorphosis in our lives by bringing us a new birth. He told Nicodemus, you must. This is not a request. This is a command. This is an injunction. You must be born again. Of spiritual rebirth. And when you got God in your life, church, you can accept the thing that you cannot change. Yes, we'll go through life battling and battling against things that we cannot do anything about. So I'm thankful today that God is truly a good God. Ain't God all right, church? And only God According to the book of Malachi, God says, I am the Lord and I change not. God does not change. But human nature changes on you. There are people who will love you today. And tomorrow they'll give you absolute hell. Am I right about it, church? Yes, yes, yes. There were those on one day, they were saying to Jesus, Hosanna, Hosanna. And a few days later, they was crying, crucify him. But God says, I am the Lord, and I change not. God does not change. And therefore, we cannot change God because he's unchangeable. Death is here to stay. Sickness here to stay because time you get over one situation, another one is waiting on you. But with the help of God, you can make it. And this morning, if you'd like to accept Christ and asking God to bless you, to help you accept the things that you cannot change, that you can say as Paul, I have learned, yeah. I have learned, took me a long time, but it finally got here. I have learned in whatsoever state that I'm in, I have learned to be content, accepting what you cannot change, church. Be contented. Ain't God all right, church?
Thank God. Let the church say amen. amen. Let's say, I'm going to be content. Come on, everybody. I am. Gonna, I, come on. I am, I am. going to be content whatever state I am in. I'm going to be content. Let the church say amen. I'm going to be contented, church. I'm, gonna be, I'm not going to worry about the things I cannot help. I am going to be content because God has already told me, as he told Paul, his grace is sufficient. His grace is sufficient. May God bless you this morning. And uh, <laughs> May God bless you. And if you'd like to know more about the church, God's church is here to stay. The greatest kingdom on earth is the house of God, God's church. Jesus says, upon this rock, I build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Man can't change it. He became the head of his church, Colossians 1.18. He's the body of Christ. And in order to get into his church, he said, we must be born again of the water and all the spirit, being baptized for the remission of our sins, and let Christ add you to the church to help you accept the things that you cannot handle on your own. Has, you ever, has anyone ever gone through some stuff he couldn't handle? Tell the truth now, huh? I mean, that you really, other words, that you felt you just couldn't deal with it, couldn't handle it. I know I have, and I'm still trying to learn some things I can't not handle. Yeah. That's why I send Delroy and Gilbert down to that Northwestern with Francis. Yeah. Because I don't want to hear sometimes what they're going to say. Because I can't handle it. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm talking about the human side of me right now. I'm talking about you know, all of us who want to act all righteous and all that kind of stuff, we all want to act like we all strong, but you let trouble knock at your doors. And when it comes and knock at your door, it's a different ball game. Okay. I too have to ask God to help me deal with things I cannot handle. But Brother you the preacher. <laughs> you the preacher. But you ask the prophets. They too went through the same thing in life. Things they could not change. They had to ask God to change it for them. And we come right now to Christ as we together stand.